You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, everybody. It's Ellie here. Each Friday on the Third Degree Podcast, I speak with a rotating cast of some of the nation's top law students about breaking legal news, compelling cases, and what it means to lead a life in the law. Today, we're sharing a sample from my conversation with Harvard Law School student Ellie Nachmani. Yes, his name is Ellie as well. To hear our full conversation and access all other Cafe Insider content, you can now become a member for half the annual membership price. Just head to cafe.com slash insider and enter the special code DEGREE. That's cafe.com slash insider. And the discount code is DEGREE. How much focus and attention has this case, this trial gotten uh, between you and your classmates in class, outside of class, and with your professors? Well, I think a good amount. We're clearly in a national moment right now. This is a trial that I think will be remembered for a long time on par with some of the other major trials. I know that that you've discussed kind of Casey Anthony and, and O.J. Simpson, and I think that this enters the historical canon on that level. Now, to be honest, we've been remote this year, so it's it's harder having those conversations uh, in the hallways or walking to and from class and the like. But still, I think everybody appreciates the gravity of this trial. Yeah, that's good to hear because I, I do think this is historic. I agree. I think even more so certainly than Casey Anthony, which was essentially a, you know, a sensational set of facts, but no broader public significance and different from O.J. Simpson as well, because while both of these cases certainly involve race, this one involves the state sanctioned use of force in that it was a police officer who is on trial here, which I think changes and raises the stakes here. So one of the things that I think has really been interesting is to watch the American public watch this trial and try to understand what's happening and why are the lawyers doing things this way. So tell me what kind of conversations you've been having or what's on your mind that perhaps I, as a more experienced trial lawyer, might be able to talk with you about. Yeah, Ellie, so the first thing is, and I think when we're recording this podcast, this is breaking news now, is that Officer Chauvin's not going to testify. And so by the time we release this podcast, he will have not testified. We learned in evidence class that it can be dangerous for a criminal defendant to take the stand himself. The term I think my professor used was opening the door. But I wanted to get your thoughts as a former prosecutor, some of the the pros and cons of defendants taking the stand for themselves. So this is one of these misunderstood things about real life trials. I think when you, whenever you watch a movie or, or TV show, there has to be a climax. There has to be that dramatic moment. And it's often when the defendant takes the stand. Wow, what's going to happen? The showdown. In reality, for, for largely the reasons you're being taught in law school, it's quite rare to see defendants take the stand in their own defense because it's such a risky move. And you have to start from the point of view that the prosecution has the burden of proof. They have to prove their case beyond a reasonable doubt. No defendant ever has to put on any case whatsoever. And in fact, many defendants actually don't put on any case. So when you put the defendant on the stand, it sort of becomes all about the defendant, which can be maybe in some cases good or bad. Here, I think the only argument I can think of in favor of putting Derek Chauvin on the stand would be it's a desperation move for the defense. And all you're trying to do is 
hook one juror who maybe feels bad for him or likes him or sympathizes for him or whatever, who would then potentially hang the jury, refuse to convict, causing a hung jury. But the risks here, I mean, first of all, you said opening the door, Ellie. That means when a defendant gets on the stand, the jury will get to learn things about him that they wouldn't ordinarily get to learn. Here, for example, he'd probably be subject to cross-examination on all these prior complaints against him as a police officer. So that would be really damaging. And look, he would just have to be faced with this videotape. And the, the prosecution could play that tape for him and let the jury watch it with him and pause it and say, are you still reasonable here? You know, he hasn't spoken in three minutes. You're still okay with this here? The cross-examination would be brutal on him. So I'm not at all surprised that Chauvin has declined to take the stand. What do you think? And let me ask you about this. You know, we know that the Fifth Amendment says, basically, you, you can't force someone to take the stand, but it also says a jury can't hold that against him. And the jury will be instructed, if the defendant wants it, some don't, that, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you've not heard from the defendant in this case. He has the constitutional right not to testify, and you cannot hold that against him in any way. You cannot presume from that that he's hiding something. What do you make of that? I think that's an ideal that uh, our Constitution seeks to live up to. I'm not sure that in practice it actually happens. Now, this is a commentary on the current state of evidence law, but it is indeed, I think, an odd aspect of our criminal justice system. It's often seen as a good strategy to not take the stand in your own defense, not to open the door. Um, but we really didn't hear from Officer Chauvin. And, and given that we're potentially on the precipice of the state incarcerating this man for a good portion of the rest of his life, it does feel a bit weird. Yeah, I think the conundrum for any defendant is it is human nature to assume that if someone gets accused of something... I hope you enjoyed this sample of the Third Degree Podcast. To listen to the entire episode and to get access to the full archive of exclusive cafe content, just head to cafe.com slash insider and enter the special code DEGREE. We look forward to having you as part of the insider community.